It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. Time for the drive Brew Ha Ha with Herlinda Ross. And filling in for Harry Duke is Peter Lopez, founder of NorCal Beer Geeks and also Juncture Tap Room and Lounge here in Santa Rosa. Pleasure being here. Thank you, Harley. Thanks. Harry, again. take your time. We're having too much fun. <laughs> and uh, he's filling in because where the hell is Harry? Where the hell is Harry? Where is Harry? So I hear t- uh, tales that you are on uh, the beer trails somewhere um, in the mountains, near, not too far. You're getting closer back to home. So where the hell are you, Harry? I, I am on my way back. I am in Flagstaff, Arizona. I did a segment earlier with Steve from the Museum Club, a very interesting location. And I am right now at Mother Road Brewing Company of Flagstaff, Arizona. I figured I'd find some place to get a tasty beverage before I hit the road, just a small one and low ABV. Uh, and I asked the manager to join us and tell us a little bit about the Mother Road Brewing Company. So joining me right now, Dylan Prater, manager of the Mother Road Brewing Company. Dylan, welcome to the Drive Brewhaha. I appreciate it, Harry. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, tell us all about the Mother Road Brewing Company. Give us some of the, the history. All right. So the Mother Road Brewing Company, we are named after Route 66, after John Steinbeck dubbed the Route 66, the Mother Road in the Grapes of Wrath. We will be celebrating our 11th anniversary this November 17th. Uh, my our founder and CEO, Michael Marquez, had an idea while he was out on a road trip and he was in the real estate industry that... He wasn't having the greatest time. He wanted to do his own thing and open up a brewery. So we've been here since November 17th, 2011. Uh, we have two of our most popular core beers are the Tower State IPA, which is the number one selling independently owned IPA in the state. Uh, it's really popular because it's kind of a blend of an East Coast and a West Coast style IPA. One of our other core beers is our Conserve and Protect Golden Nail. We named it the Conserve and Protect because it's a partnership with the Arizona Game and Fish Department. The Arizona Game and Fish Department is not a tax-based revenue agency. They only receive money from donations. So Arizona being the most biodiverse landlocked state in the country, we decided it was a great idea and met with our company values to partner with them. And so a portion of all proceeds from the Conserve and Protect Golden Ale goes to the Arizona Game and Fish Department to support the 700 different species of wildlife that are here in the state. I had the Conserve and Protect as my beverage of choice, so I am delighted to know that I am helping the wildlife uh, ecosystem of Arizona. Uh, talk about your, your tap room here in Flagstaff. So our tap room here in Flagstaff with also been, it's our original brew house as well. We still actively brew out of here, but our main brewing facility is about a mile and a half down the road. Um, our tap room here, we're all focused on our, our purpose is brew distinguished beers and build community one pint at a time. We here in the tap room focus on what we call radical hospitality, and we really are community-oriented, focused on providing an experience here at a tap room that's noteworthy to leave the state and travel from wherever you come from here to Flagstaff um, and be able to go tell your friends to come stop at Mother Row when you come to the Grand Canyon you go to Sedona, Arizona, um, to come up here and have such a great experience that, that this is where you want to come and have your friends come hang out when you come back. So you mentioned the two beers. You mentioned the Tower Station. You mentioned the Conserve and Protect. Are those that you would consider to be your signature beers? Those are two of our four beers. We also have a hazy IPA called Limited Visibility. 
and a juicy pale ale called the Daily Driver. They all of the artwork is focused around Route 66 attractions. Tower Station is the U Drop Inn in Shamrock, Texas. Uh, the Daily Driver is the Union Station in Los Angeles. And limited visibility is the Blue Swallow Motel in Tucumcari, New Mexico. <laughs> Any questions, guys? Uh, um, yeah, are you bringing back some beer? <laughs> That's question number one, Harry. Bring back some beer. <laughs> we we want to help their biodiversity, too, <laughs> from here. Yeah, absolutely. We'll Harry will be coming back to Sonoma with some brews, for sure. All right. That, that is a great location. Uh, my folks are from Texas, and I remember driving back and forth every summer uh, to Texas in a very lovely weather. Um, and we always went through Flagstaff. And I wish uh, they had had you know, places like yours back then. I think we had to ask about the gas prices. I might have missed that. Oh, yeah. What's the, what did you pay for yeah. gas today, Harry? They've actually gone up since I came out. You know, I, I paid three ninety seven dollars a gallon uh, here in Flagstaff, uh, and I suspect once I hit California, I'm going to be sick to my stomach again. We don't even want to do We I don't want to tell you. I paid $5.75 oh. at Costco for regular unleaded yesterday. You know, the, the, the beers that Dylan gives me may not make it back all the way to Santa Rosa. <laughs> Well we, well, we can't wait to whatever does make it all the way through. Please drive safe. I want to thank Dylan Prater and the folks here at Mother Road Brewing for uh, giving us the quick interview. And, and, uh, yeah, thanks, Dylan. Thanks, Dylan. Jump in the car with Harry with some beer. Uh, hey, I'm in. I'm coming. I'm ready for some warmer chances. <laughs> to get chilly. Did you notice Dylan's Arizona accent? <laughs> I didn't know there was an Arizona accent. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a Tennessee accent. We moved out here a few years ago. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was a trick question. Yeah. Nice try, Harry. All right, guys. You have a great show. We will uh, talk to you all soon. All right. All right. Thanks, Take guys. Care. Thanks, Stay Dylan. Careful. Nice to talk to Harry and see what he's up to. Are you as excited about this guest as I am? I've been pretty excited because I've been trying to get this guy in the studio for a while. Uh, this We've got Brendan Moylan from you know Moylan's Brewing Company in Novato founder of Marin Brewing Company uh, down over at the Larkspur Landing back in the day that I used to hit a lot on my way to Giants games or after, and also the Moylan's Distillery um, with us in, right here in studio, and yeah, I'm pretty darn excited. It's It's been a while. I, I was there for the closing back in January, and we're thrilled to have you here. It's nice to be able to share uh, all our products with Santa Rosa on the drive-by. Yeah, I think we're going to try everything today, so I might be calling an Uber to take me home because he's got <laughs> three bottles of whiskey here, a single malt, and a few others that he's going to tell us about, um, as well as we're drinking some cold beer. Inclu- we're drinking a Lord of the Rings golden ale, and that was quite a story there with that. But tell us a little bit of the history of, like, like what made you decide to start a brewery? And, you know, I guess the first one was Brand Brewing Company, right? And yes. What, what made you decide to start a brewery? I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains everything. <laughs> what the heck, right? <laughs> no, I, I was. Uh, I went to St. Mary's College. Great, great place. Uh, uh, they they treated me so well there. But uh, you know, I just knew I wasn't going to be an accountant, so I had to come up with a plan. <laughs> well, when and, you're in college, uh, you do have to plan to drink, right there. Oh yeah, I terrorized the poor school. <laughs> <laughs> the Christian brothers were very nervous. <laughs> Uh, do you have well, some questions for him? Too? Yeah, no, I certainly do, because uh, we're talking about him being one of the founders of uh, Marin Brewing Company, and we're talking 1989. So, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but 
during that time, you guys were one of a hundred brew pubs, and that was it. I mean, that number got up, you know, into the two thousand range here in the last decade. But uh, yeah, please tell us a little bit more about that. And um, yeah, I mean, is it true? Is that my my numbers? Correct? Oh yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we opened up way back in nineteen eighty nine, there was. 25 breweries in California. Wow. Yeah. And uh, there were some great ones, though. I mean, we had some great examples. I mean, my favorites, obviously, were, were Sierra and Anchor. Yeah. Right. Everybody's heroes. I mean, the two of the greatest breweries in the world, and they were right here in our, our lovely state of California. So, yeah. Um, you know, and in Hopland being the second brew pub in the country, but the first brew pub to open in the United States, in, in California, was, you know, a real inspiration. I mean, those guys were fantastic. The big giant bottles of red tail, red tail ale. ale and that was my gateway beer all sorts of other great things but just to think about being one of 25 in california i mean i'm sure there's 25 in you know san diego right now just in one, one of the towns in san diego oh, yeah, um, i think so. just in one block in yeah. san diego now it took so, southern yeah. california a long time to kick into gear mm-hmm. but uh you know in the last 20 years they really have yeah no but you're definitely really no you're definitely a pioneer you you paved the way for uh, a lot of these young uh brewers and uh, i want to say thank you I, i'm a taproom owner but uh um, obviously, well, brewers love tap rooms. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but no, you definitely you paved the way, and uh, I've had my share of um, you know Marin uh, Brewing Company beers. And although unfortunately uh, Marin Brewing Company is no longer in business, you guys are now making those beers at Moylan's, which uh, you know I think is awesome because you guys continue the legacy. And I think I read that Arnie Johnson, who was brewing over at Marin Brewing Company, is still doing some brewing over there with you over at Moylan's, right? We brought Arnie with us, yes. Nice. He's the best. The finest, the greatest, and the best. best. So, yeah, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't continue on without him. And it's really, it really wouldn't be, be fair to make the Marin Brewing beers without Arnie doing the brewing. So you are still making, at, Moil- at Moylan's, you're still making some of the iconic Marin Brewing Company beers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Mount Tam Pale Ale, the Marin Hefeweiss, the Raspberry Trail Ale, the Blueberry. Mm-hmm. Breakout Stout, we, we did... Uh, Pre-pandemic, we, we haven't made a batch yet. We're, okay. we're trying to get a batch of dry Irish stout uh, in uh, an old Moylan's favorite. And what's an Irish brew pub without a dry stout yeah. on nitro? I mean, we give you um, until St. Patrick's Day, and, and then we're going to need that thing out and ready. <laughs> I, I, I am a winter beer girl with stouts and things like that as well. And then, so what's Barley wines. Wine? Barley, barley wines. Barley wines. Remember, that was the original extreme where it was the, was the barley wines, you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, High alcohol I mean, again, look at the two fit my two favorite breweries. You had uh, Anchor came out with the old Foghorn and those little yep. bottles, and they and the first time they brewed that was a uh, you know what was it the I think it was the fiftieth or fortieth anniversary of the repeal of prohibition, and wow. you know they showed up at the liquor store and just dropped off. I was working at a liquor store then, and and they dropped off these cases, and I said I didn't order these. Then I took a look at it and I said, well. I'll take I would have. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> then, I, then I tried one, and I said, definitely, I might have to keep these all for myself. Was that Bob Brewer uh, dropping them off back then? Uh, no, I don't Anchor? think Bob wasn't in sales, uh, but he was. He was like, um, I mean, d- direct distribution, but he okay. was. He was in the sales. Yeah, I have a great picture of me and Bob Brewer at, at one of the great American beer festivals. We had well won some medals, and uh, they were taking these pictures, and as a joke. Right before they t- took the shot, I-, I shrunk down, kind of bent my knees so that Bob would look even bigger. 
<laughs> if that's possible. Yeah, Bob's a big guy. Mark Carpenter comes in quite a, quite a often to come and co-host as well too. So yeah, Mark's great. Might have to have you come back in and tell us to share some stories. So now, what's going on with Moylan's? Let's talk. Let's talk about the present. So what's going on with Moylan's right now? Great restaurant, big spot in Nevada, right off Roland Boulevard. Great shopping center, easy parking, free parking. I always like. I always appreciate that as well. And you've got. I mean, there's plenty of room to go and party and stuff there so what's going on oh yeah we're well we're having lots of fun just just getting back in the business again um you know it was weird to be shut down for so many days during the during oh, yeah. covid and and uh but you know we're back in full full gear we've got uh a dozen beers on tap arnie's making them all and nice. they're all tasting fantastic the kitchen is is knocking out some great great comfort food and uh you know in the uh, you get a chance. It's we're all driving up and down that freeway 101. We're we're about 10 seconds off the freeway at 101 in Roland. So when you're in like Nevada. stuck in traffic and you don't want to get on the Nevada Narrows, you can take a take a detour, take a pit That's stop, it. yeah, take That's it right it. There, have some food. The Nevada Narrows will only be narrow for so much longer. We need to take advantage of this. Yes, <laughs> I was stuck in it. Yesterday, they're finally, actually, they're finally trying to fix it. So, what are some of your so I know some of your signature beers with Moylan's, like the Kilt Lifter, Kilt Lifter, yeah, the, the Scotch, Scotch Ale, Ale. yeah. So what is a Scotch ale? Why don't you tell everybody what's, what a Scotch ale is? Because that's like been like your iconic for a long time there at Moylan's. Well, right off the bat, any any beers from Scotland are going to be uh, light on the hops because okay. the English had the hops and apparently they didn't share. <laughs> <laughs> now the the Scotch the Scottish they have they have barley growing like no tomorrow and and God bless barley because barley is the best. Mm. I think the best whiskeys are made with barley. Uh, the best candies made with barley. Your caramel candy is basically mm. barley sugar candy. Right. So uh, when you see a bottle of Moylan single malt on the shelf, you can think this is just uh, nothing more than uh, uh, just barley candy whiskey. Doesn't sound right. Sounds better as a single malt. <laughs> How long have you been doing the whiskey? So when did Moylan's Distillery start? We opened up the distillery in uh, 2003, 2004. We're, we built it out. And uh, we're right behind the Buckhorn in Petaluma. Nice. For everybody that understands it. alcoholic geography. Yes. Usually, most people do <laughs> that. I that I would want to come visit. Right? I do happen to know where the Buckhorn is. Um, great I, iconic. I can't bar. tell you how, but yes, yeah, no, that's a great spot. So that it's actually even being. I didn't even know that you were distilling uh, here in Petaluma. I just assumed it was. But yeah, but you can't distill at well, the, the same whole, spot anyway. Yeah, that's I mean, the whole brewery. process actually starts down at at the brewery. Mm-hmm. We make what's called a, a beer wash or a whiskey wash, and that is um, very similar to beer. It doesn't need hops, or and it doesn't need carbonation, but that is the base the, the uh, of mm-hmm. making whiskey because mm-hmm. uh, you know fermentation creates alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, in the distillation business, we're we're vaporizing those alcohols, and then we're fractionalizing the good and bad alcohols, and collecting the good, the ethanol, and leaving out the bad. And um, just looking at the package, it's beautiful. It's uh, obviously looks you know crafted, handcrafted. I'm guessing probably you guys are probably still keeping the production fairly small. But where you at right now? Case production on this? Yeah, we're only putting out a couple hundred cases a year. Okay. Um, it's it's uh, we, we do have eight different whiskeys currently out. So wow. uh, I'm a real variety uh, person. I, I you know I was that way with beer. I mean we were mm-hmm. one of the first breweries that would that you know really tried to make all sorts of different kinds of styles sure. and, and had so much fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know over the years at Marin Brew. Uh, you know, there was just, just there was hardly a style we didn't conquer. So variety's the spice of yeah. life. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that was yeah, what I was appreciate funny that about going in there too. It was like 
I mean, the Resolve is great food, but then you could try a different you know beer with it each time. But I remember the blue the blueberry being like one of my you know one of my first beers of yours, and then the breakout stout. I agree. It always mm-hmm. felt like it didn't matter. We well, mix the two in together. It's your black and blue. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it always felt like it didn't matter who you went in there with. You could go in there with a group of eight, nine, ten people, and there was gonna, there was always something that somebody was going to be able to enjoy for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Having a nice variety of beer. There's always a, yeah. There's a beer for everybody. And you've actually won some awards for your whiskeys as well, too. We've done pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, the whiskeys are very showing very well for uh, uh, out in the out in the, in the in the real world, which is great. It's great for people to uh, taste them. You know, certainly professional judges tasting something and well, coming back with speaking with of nice awards. tasting. What should yeah, we start with? So, okay, let's tell us tell us what you brought to, uh, the three that we got up here today. Well, there's still four in the box. <laughs> so I brought seven whiskeys. What's the? I mean, I have eight out. I don't know which one I forgot. I can't. I don't uh, what's remember. What's your favorite? What's your? What's I think your, I forgot the overregulated, what's uh, your which was go to. What's your go-to like? My go-to whiskey is the American single malt. Okay, okay let's start yeah. there. And, and, like and this is this is something that's really changing right now because uh, the f- the federal government is finally listening, and we're changing the rules for single malt whiskeys in America. Uh. Yeah, which is which is fantastic. Well, t- we're going to go back to that topic in a minute here. So, but we're going to like thank our sponsors here real quick before we go on, on to our uh, traffic and weather. Um, Russian River. I love that speaking sound. Of, uh, speaking of winning some medals, Russian River won silver for their intinction at Great American Beer Festival congratulations. last week. Yes, congratulations. And my favorite beer, Shadow of a, well, my, one of my other favorite beers, Happy Hops is a favorite as well. The Shadow of a Doubt Porter, named for Alfred Hitchcock's. Uh, movie of the same name that was filmed in Santa Rosa is back out again, yay. And Rush River Room wants to welcome you back to the remodeled, dog-friendly beer garden in Windsor. Enjoy a beautiful Sonoma County sunset while kicking back with an ice-cold beer. The Windsor Pub is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 to 10, or you can stop by Russian River's 4th Street Pub in Santa Rosa for a cold beer and pizza. That one's got the pizza. Indoor and outdoor dining, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And check out their website, RussianRiverBrewing.com. And they are very on it on their Instagram and Facebook as well to tell you what's going on and what you can buy they in, certainly the, are. in the bottle shop there. This is Herlinda Haras, and sitting in for Harry Duke is my co-host, Peter Lopez, founder of the NorCal Beer Geeks, and also Juncture Taproom and Lounge. And in studio, we have Brendan Moylan, uh, founder of Bren Brewing Company, Brendan uh, Moylan's Brewing Company, Moylan's Distilling. We're tasting some whiskey right now, so I might be tangling my words it's up here. It's a great day to be a co-host. <laughs> we're drink, hey, we're drinking good beer. I'm on the whiskey now. Honey, I might need a ride home if I you're know, listening. I, mean, like a, I might need an Uber here later. but um. Just a small sampling of single malt. That's all. <laughs> just just a little bit. It, it is very nice. But we what we have to thank our sponsors. Oh, because, certainly, And we yes. have a new sponsor for the Dry Brew Haha. Yes, the Poppy Bank uh, Epicenter. It, it's uh, North Bay's largest all-in-one destination for sports, fitness, and entertainment. This place is packed with a unique mix of attractions for the whole family. Lace up your bowling shoes, throw an axe, or play pool in chucks. I mean, you know, you could do chucks or Nikes, whatever you want. Uh, explore game on, <laughs> explore game on arcade, and try out their dark ride. Laser tag and VR arena are options as well. I love laser tag. That's one of like my favorite things. And I go, uh, my daughters I, love going yeah, there. And I, and epic I actually, is epic. Yes. Yeah. Named appropriately. Named appropriately. But I, it's a big place, too. I but believe they, they have a big party coming up for Halloween. They have a big uh, Halloween bash Friday, October 28th. 
from uh, 10 to 1 a.m. Come join fellow Halloween revelers for a night of costumes, drinks, music. There's going to be three dance floors, three full bars, and a special guest. I, I don't know who that is. I'll have to fi- we'll have to find out. Get your tickets today at visitepicenter.com or go I, down there. I know the, I'm the yeah. owner of Juncture, but I might call in sick and go to that party. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> know, pretty right? epic at the Epic Center. Well, I, I was even there at 8.30 in the morning watching an Arsenal soccer game the other day, and they have a private room in the back that you can either have a luncheon or do different things like that back there. So, And they're just on Piner Road, uh, yep. right in Santa Rosa, and... You know, that's a good spot. My uh, Actually, I don't know if I mentioned this last time or not. Uh, they became sponsors recently, and uh, my fiancé and my two daughters both play there. So they both we're, play soccer there? Oh, yeah, they both play soccer yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's quite a spot, and we are grateful to have them. And we are really grateful to have our friend Brendan Moylan in the studio. Yay, finally. Super excited. He's got and quite we're lucky Peter brought food, too. This is fantastic. <laughs> We've got everything covered. We've got uh, chicken wings from Juncture in front of us. I just had a, a half a Polish dog. That was pretty darn good. That's our special today over there. And our food's almost as good as the food that you'll find over at Moylan's well, in Novato. That, that's what we were just talking about, the food that you're doing over at Moylan's um, Brewery. So so you guys, when you go into Moylan's, uh, it's like in Novato, uh, easy access off Roland or a couple different ways you can get there. It's huge inside. There's a big bar. There's a big beer garden. Um, you're doing all kinds of food. I'll have you tell us a little bit about some of some of your favorites for the food there. You can do private parties there. You can get some of the Marin Brewing Company beers, some Moylan beers. Can you get the whiskey there, or or no different licensing? Right? <laughs> it's, it's very un- it's very unfortunate. Yeah, um, because I have a distilling license, I cannot have uh, a hard liquor bar license. They don't the the, the type California government doesn't like that combination. So it's unfortunate. Fun. Although they it's are more fun than most of them. They let me own a brewery <laughs> and a distillery, but I can't go the other way. Yeah, well, that's good. So, what are, what are some of your favorite foods that you're doing over there? Um, well, I'm a I'm a big fan of the half pound hamburgers, which I pounded down one before I came up here today. <laughs> Figured I needed a good base. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we have uh, an epic, uh, an epic. Did I say epic again? Yeah. Great place. <laughs> we have an epic Reuben sandwich that's just fantastic. It's corned beef Reuben. It's a monster. Um, we do bangers and mash, you know, being, a good uh, Irish, uh... Be, yeah, the old man, Johnny Moylan himself, God bless his soul, uh, insisted upon a lot of mash with his bangers and mash. And so, uh, a, a heaping of, uh, gravy on top. You can't go wrong with gravy mash. I had killer Some pizza. bangers. I had, I had killer pizza back at Marin Brewing. Uh, is that happening? I'm willing Are you guys doing pizza there? Yeah. We have a pizza oven as well. Oh, nice. Okay. And so we make, uh, wonderful pizzas. All sorts of you know, all sorts of ingredients. Any combination you can come up with, we can do it for you. Good beer, good food. What and else? You, you got need? salads too. So a lot of people think of like breweries and tap rooms as having heavy food, but you've got like a, a Santa Fe oh, chicken yeah. salad, nice spicy Santa Fe. Yeah, that'll you got get you fish going. And chips. You gotta have, you're Irish. Got to have fish and chips. So are you doing a beer batter with that? Oh yes. Which yes. beer do you use for that? We use the Golden Ale. Okay, we just had we just had this Lord of the Rings Golden Ale in the green room and that's what we were drinking when we walked in and i couldn't believe it was a called lord of the rings and had like the you know uh, gandalf the wizard on the on the label and i was like how did you get to do that that's a really interesting story like and it, and, the, and the beer's fantastic that's the best golden ale i've ever had yeah it's uh it, it was pretty cool um you know my my original uh, my first through my first marriage my original father-in-law uh was one of the executives over at Fantasy Records and Films, nice. and he helped coordinate uh, the use of the Lord of the Rings 
copyrights and trademarks for us to uh, launch those beers. We have five different ones out. Wow, awesome. We have an Orc Piss Stout. We, we have the Gandalf's Golden, you know. We're supposed to do a Prancing Pony Pilsner one of these days. Oh, well, yeah. uh, Pilsners are popular, so I think you should get on that. That's right. A Balrog's my IPA. Precious, my precious, <laughs> my precious Pilsner, no? Can we do uh, that? No. Okay, never mind. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> he has a wheat beer. He's got a wheat beer <laughs> oh, in here. Uh, Gollum? Gollum. My precious. Right? Gollum? Gollum is a red ale. <laughs> yes. They're all in. They're all in on it. I'm oh, sorry, Brendan. I think the whiskey's kicking in. <laughs> but uh, talking about the whiskey, uh, tell us about what we're drinking right now, please. We're starting off with an American single malt. Uh, single malt means that the whiskey came from a single distillery. And that's kind of goes back to the old days in Scotland where um, the distilleries themselves weren't bottling. They would ship it downhill to bottlers, independent bottlers, and the and bottlers barrels. may blend uh, whiskeys from different breweries. Yeah, barrels. And so uh, after a while, a, a couple of the distilleries kind of caught on and said, you know, we're going to put out a product that just came from us. Nobody else, there's nobody else blended into it. And that's where the single malt term originated. And and now, luckily enough, we're, we've um, lobbied the federal government to change the rules. Uh, yes. So that there's a, a definite definition of American single malt that makes more sense than the previous federal government definition. So what's the current definition and what's the upcoming definition? Well, the main thing is we don't have to use brand new wood barrels when we age uh, single malt. Um, previously, we had to. It was it was kind of – I think there was a, a, a big, strong lumber lobby back in the, <laughs> when <laughs> Prohibition ended and – you know, when it came to all the liquor laws, you know, just about every whiskey on the books, you had to use a brand new barrel. You know, that's one of the things about bourbon that makes bourbon interesting. You know, it's got to use a brand new barrel every time. And so uh, that, that is actually helpful in some respects. But other times uh, you, you can get too much oak influence. And so we want to be able to kind of blend and mix and, and come up with what we think is the best tasting. Well, the great thing and about so we use a combination of new and used barrels now. And the great thing about distilling and brewing is you could use the barrel for one thing and then use it for the other. Uh, make yourself a barrel-aged stout if you wanted to or whatnot, right? We've done a lot of barrel-aged uh, beers, and then we actually take the barrels back to the distillery, and we have whiskeys that are, have aged in what's now a, a beer barrel. Yeah, I love it. It's perfect. And, and so, then you have this blended... American rye whiskey that says it was in a port barrel. Yes. Luckily enough, our neighbor at uh, at the distillery is Sonoma Port Works. Mm, delicious. And so Sonoma Port Works, they have all these beautiful ports, but in our book, they have these beautiful port barrels. <laughs> and we also get some sherry barrels from them as well. And so um, generally what we'll do is, is anywhere from uh, one to six months prior to bottling, we'll move a whiskey into that fresh wet jammy port or sherry barrel mm. and it just picks up all sorts of great flavors and puts just like an extra special finish on that whiskey and I'd love to see a porter in one of those chocolate port barrels 
That's it, yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds so good right now. I've actually had their chocolate uh, – they the, call it chocolate port, right? Yeah, like, uh, more port. or something like that. I can't even remember. Yeah, the, it's been a while. The one from um, Portworks? Yeah. yeah they, have, they have a chocolate port, but I'm thinking like either a port or uh, a stout. That would be fun. Those would pretty, so we're just like – we're like we're putting all the things that we want on <laughs> that we like. Really. I'll write a list. <laughs> they all sound good, you yeah, know. Yeah. That's that's the fun stuff about, you know, whiskeys, beers, and everything else. You can do a lot of experimenting, and, and, and some experiments just make so much – sense before you even get to the final taste you know it's going to be good well i was on kqed forum the other um friday morning um in san francisco which was pretty pretty flattering they asked me to be on a panel with barry braden from fieldworks um very nice yeah and um eric uh ortega he's a, a beer historian and that was really cool and they asked me they said well so Herlin, what do you think about with with wine and you know versus beer pairing with food i'm like all right. Well, I'm not going to be. I may not be allowed back in the Sonoma County, <laughs> but I think I personally think beer pairs much better with food than wine does. I mean, it's just it's different. But beer, you can get so creative, and you can match the you can play with the flavors. You can match the flavors. You can do opposites with the flavors, like you know something bitter like an IPA with like milk chocolate. Like try something like crazy like that, it's, or, or kind of match them up a little bit like stouts. And, uh, well, I have to yeah. tell you, in the past, uh, I've done it a handful of times where I've done wine versus beer food pairings. Mm-hmm. So we could bring somebody in like Brendan mm-hmm. and have him pair his beer up against you know the food. And then you invite a special guest winery and it's a competition and then you have everybody vote. So just throwing that out there, I mean, it's, it's something that I've done in the past. But uh, Brendan and I, we're going to talk after the show. Uh, I think, I think we, we, totally we have to come that. up with something like this. It would, It'll be fun. It would yeah. be interesting to see, like, is it the wine drinkers that are, like, picking wine? Or do you, does the beer sway them when they when they try it? So Yeah, it's nothing like uh, putting it right in front of them and, you know, forcing them to taste. Not just uh, come up with their own preconceived ideas. Mm-hmm. You so, know, what? beer will open up a lot of ideas. Oh, and yeah. A lot of so my, a lot of well, yeah. and like you were saying, like you had like so many beers on with Brewing Brewing Company. How many beers do you have on tap at Moylan's right now? We have twelve beers on tap. So there's always twelve beers going. Uh, no, we'll get part? more. We're oh. we, we're uh, we <laughs> we're doing a, 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 a one of numerous projects right now. We just put a two thousand pound mill in on the second story because we needed a new mill, and that was an engineering feat in and of itself. You know, Moylan's is 27 years old now, so there's certain things that have worn out a little bit, and we're fixing them up is and really? getting everything tuned up. Um, it was 20. It's it's 27 years old. And how old was the Marin Brewing Company? Marin Brewing we had for 32 and three wow. quarter years. Time flies when you're drinking good yeah. beer. <laughs> yeah. I want to bring up the fact that now you can't throw a rock without like hitting IPA anywhere around here. Oh yeah. But you went. Did you say five years, your first five years, without making an IPA? That is true. And that's we, just wild now. Our just fifth anniversary beer at Marin Brewing was an yeah. IPA, and we were one of the first ones to do it. Yeah. Wow. Um, which is kind of funny, but, you know, it was just I, – and I don't even know why it took us that long. It was just, it was just one of those things. Well, Liberty Ale was out there doing – like they did like one of the first IPAs in America. Yeah. Although it's too bad they didn't call it that if they had done I love that. Liberty too, by I the know, way. I know, right? If more people knew – One malt, one if, hop. Yeah. If, if more people knew nowadays that Anchor's – Liberty Ale was the first IPA, yeah. and that it is an IPA, then they, yeah. they'd probably, because everybody was like, I can't. There's a, was it Ballantines and, and Rhode Island I was making IPA way back when, too? 
Yeah. I can't answer that question. Yeah, that I'm I, not yeah. going to pretend to know. <laughs> <laughs> that one I don't know. You know who, like, Jay Brooks would know that question. He's yeah. always posting Valentine ads. Yeah, we should have Jay Brooks on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, we need an answer. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to make a phone call, please. Uh, one out of three. For, we need call, a lifeline on this one, guys. Yeah. I was trying to remember what that was called. So, so how have things changed since you started? So either like in the business, um, beer styles, of course, you know, like you were saying there, um, laws have changed a lot. Like... Sure. Oh, all sorts of things Delivery? have changed. Delivery? <laughs> like, that's different. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can get Moylan's beer on DoorDash. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, what the heck? Uh, the Generation Z, um, they're different. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm calling you guys out. Where are you? <laughs> you know, we were, we, I remember being a kid, you know, in my 20s and stuff, and we, we, we always went to the pubs. The pubs was part of part of life, yeah. and I don't where, see where this generation where doing you, that. Where'd you grow up? I'm a city boy. San Francisco. Grew up in San Francisco. Nice. Yeah, my parents are uh, uh, immigrants from Ireland. Met here in Sa- wow. out in San Francisco, and and uh, I'm in the middle of seven kids. So <laughs> I yeah. do want to point out though, because when you were talking about generations uh, Z, I, I like to consider myself like an elder millennial. <laughs> I'm like because I'm kind of like lost in between, but. Uh, actually, Ricardo Nogrove Jr., uh, uh, you know, Richard Nogrove Jr., I call him Ricardo. Very uh, public. He, he and I had a conversation. Well, he used to only be rich, and then he – Yeah, he's he, Ricardo now. He, he went Ricardo on us. <laughs> but but, but uh, You know, I, he apprenticed at Marin Brewing Company. Uh, wait, How about no, that? No, no, it, wait, you guys know? And, the little... and, no, and I want to get back to that, but um, just because yeah. when he said Generation Z, uh, the conversation that I had with Ricardo Rich um, – uh, a while back was that you go with the baby boomers who were the most loyal people in the whole wide world. They, they loved the beer. They loved the whiskey. Like they were going to tattoo, whether it was Jack Daniels or whatever it was, and they were going to drink that until the day they died. And then the millennials, um, and you know, I consider myself an elder millennial, um, definitely a lot more about exploring, still some loyalty, but like, yeah, the newer generation um, – I what's, call them fickle. What's the new? What's the? They new, like a new beer. Yeah. What's the new shiny? Give me the new one. The new one. The new one. The new one. Yeah. Fun. Which is fun too. It's you know yeah, you can, and you see you see breweries like, um, you know Fieldworks and Henhouse kind of taking a, uh, kind of a different approach to beer compared to what we went through years ago. We started out doing self distribution. Eventually hooked up with a distributor. And uh, a lot of these breweries now are doing self-distribution. Yeah, and cost, constant rotation, constant. Yeah. just a new beer. Freshness, every Freshness week, is yeah. so important. But, but no, no, I, I want to hear the story about uh, about Rich, uh, Ricardo, uh, Ricardo, Richard Nogro. Yeah. Uh, working, yeah, working over at uh, your place. Tell me about that. Yeah, I didn't know and, that. you know, we had quite a few. I, I wish we could do the family tree. We'll have to put it in writing one of these one of these years about all the different brewers that have worked at Marin Brewing over the years and and learned from first Grant and Denise then Jones. and then Arnie uh, Denise was brewmaster at uh, Moylan's for yeah. about five years. The and, guys over at Cellar Maker, right? They, they uh, yeah, I believe yeah. they spent some time. Yeah, yeah. you're like kind of like the Bill Walsh of uh, yeah. <laughs> of, of the brewing. Yeah. You know, you, the, you guys the, at the Triple tree. Rock had had this like. I just created the environment. I wasn't the one passing on all the intelligence. Let's get that part straight. You, you, have, you have to take some credit. You have to take some credit for this. So, okay, we only have a, a few more minutes left, but I want to know what do, what do you what do you see for going on in the future for with Moylan's and you know you're still doing some of the, the Marin Brewing. 
beer is there, which is, I'm very happy to know that I can go down to Moylands and have one of my favorite Marin Brewing Company beers there. And also you have merchandise again for Marin Brewing Company down at Moylands now, yeah. right, too? Yeah. Um, and then you can do events. Uh, the place is so big at Moylands. Are you yeah, we have, we have a large. Holiday events, things like yeah. that. A good place to book that stuff. Um, the beer garden. And are you, you might bring back live music. Yeah, we'll be bringing back live music next year. Okay, that'd be great. Uh, we have to uh, go through some government <laughs> government things. We've got to get a new use permit and all sorts of other things. Mm-hmm. But it, it's definitely something we'd like to do. Yeah, I think Nevada could use still having that kind of stuff. Yeah, we there. just lost Jerry's Deli. Jerry's Deli was... Uh, I they were in business for, I think, maybe about five years, but they just went out of business, unfortunately. COVID has really struck a lot of people hard, and it's been really tough on, on the restaurant, the hospitality industries and stuff. But uh, Jerry's was a big music player, and so there's a little little bit of a void. We lost yeah. the um, Terrapin, uh, Terrapin Crossroads, yeah. which was another major music venue. I mean, uh, at the Bruco years ago, we, we used to do 100 free shows a year, and... Um, that got squashed, and uh, so what do you? Let's we have only a couple of minutes left. So what do you? What do you, what do you see? What do you, what do you want? To, like so, people can come down. You know your what are your hours? Uh, how do they they find you? Do you guys are you? In, I know you're on Facebook, Instagram because you guys tagged me today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. on all that, and I follow you guys anyway. But um, what else? Yeah, we're 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 open lunch and dinner seven days a week. Okay, and. Oh, good. Uh, and we, we close up at uh, 9 o'clock most nights, Friday and Saturday, 10 o'clock. So that's another thing that's changed. I mean, we used to be open to midnight seven days a week. And it's a combination of trying to get enough employees to, to work those extra hours. And at the same time, um, customers just aren't staying out late. Yeah, I've you noticed know, that everywhere things, I go. Things have, things have, things have really changed uh, after COVID. Yeah. I have a feeling that his future is still going to be beer and whiskey, and we're gonna. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. Oh yeah, you haven't heard the last. In the me crystal yet. ball or the crystal glass. <laughs> Although this is my last time co-hosting, I think we need Not to bring him back. Time. Well, for now, for, for now. now. Uh, but I think we need to bring him back once a year and just say, "What are you up to now?" Brenda, no, no, I think Mark us. Carpenter will come back uh, with you. I bet he will because I know you guys. Have we should have an old folks' wheeze. day. <laughs> we should have an old folks' day. You bring in Mark Carpenter. What's the uh, chocolate guy? Uh, Pete Sosberg. Pete. Okay. All sorts of other ones, too. We can probably fill I'll this room up. legends, not old folks. How's that? We'll have a legends yeah. day. We're going to be moving into a new studio um, over on Mendocino pretty soon. And Early, I wish we had more time because I could have I I, I done this for like another hour. I could ask but, Brendan Moylan yeah. questions and his history and hear his funny quips and stories all day long. So you'll come back, right? I'll come back. Okay. Thank you. I will. Anytime. So, all right. Right on. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in today to the Brute Dry Brew Haha. Everybody drive safe. I'm sorry if you're stuck in traffic right now, but hopefully we made your uh, drive a little lighter. What do you think, Peter? I think so. I, I definitely want to say uh, to Harry Duke, drive safe. You have yeah. a long drive, buddy. Drive safe. Thanks, everybody, <laughs> we need for you listening. Back. And uh, go check out uh, uh, Moylan's Brewery and Restaurant, Russian River Brewery, Epicenter, Victory House. There's lots of places to go and have a good time, right? Thanks, everyone. Cheers.